sutra chanting, reciting verse. Chanting sutra is just chanting sutra. Reciting verse is just reciting verse. There is no need for it, and it is useful, necessary. Reciting, chanting, this reminds us of our life. What is expressed and clarified in sutras and verses are our life, describes and clarifies our life. It's making these sutras and verses the integral part of our life. It's making what is so, so. How come we do this? What use is it? In truth, there's no need for it. No need for chanting, reciting sutras or verses. And we do need them. Must have them. It's like utensils and dishes. Most of the time, there's no need to carry them around. And yet, when we are hungry, when we are preparing food, cooking and serving food, there's a great value and purpose to having utensils, dishes. They assist us in basic life. And it's similar with sutras and verses. Whether when I, a student of the way, or Avalokiteshvara Bodhisattva doing the Prajna Paramita, this is our living everyday life, our encountering intimacy. It's the circumstances and events this moment, the ongoing arising passing. Please remember this, that that's what we are chanting, reciting. It encourages, supports us. It requires us to be the practice effort that our life is, so as to acknowledge the Bodhisattva life we all are, to clarify what is so, what, what's occurring, what's called for, what's responding, what's being compassionate, being healing compassion. Then these utensils, which verses, sutras, they might appear as our life skill. They just pop up as needed, serving us to look, to clearly see and be what is so, and to manifest this in our responding. One of the valuable things to know is that in sutras and verses, it's usually the first few phrases which expresses the whole of the matter. If we really see those first few, then all the rest is commentary. And then usually at the end, there's a further reiteration of the fundamental matter. So, for instance, the Heart Sutra. Avalokiteshvara Bodhisattva, doing deep Prajnaparamita, clearly saw the emptiness of all the five conditions. There, the whole thing is said. The whole of the Heart Sutra is there. 
If we just see this, then peace and joy are our manifested life. And then it continues clarifying. Form is emptiness. Emptiness is form. And so forth. Similarly in Bodhisattva's vow, when I, a student of the way, look at the real form of the universe, all is the never-failing manifestation of the mysterious truth of the awakened life. Said, done. All is the awakened life. Ours is the awakened life. As is. Ours is the Tathagata's life, the truth of the Tathagata. And everything that follows is elaboration. So we look, we say, look at the real form of the universe. What is that? What is real form? What is not real form? Is there really anything not real? And what makes not real? Similarly, we can reflect, true, all is the never failing. What is failing? Failing at what? Does failing mean something like not here, lacking? Does failing need something else added to make it okay or even better? See, so that we can chew on this. Failing at what? Failing to what? The mysterious truth. What is manifesting mysterious? What is completely revealed? In the Chinese or Japanese character, mysterious is often translated as dark, as sometimes also as profound. Profound is really what's found right here. That's profound, which is completely ordinary, completely all over common. This is most profound. And this is your life, just as it is. Nothing to compare, nothing to exclude as other than your life, our life. And that is the awakened way. Awakened as what? And what is not awakened? Is, there, is it possible for their not awakened? It's good to look at that. See, this is the whole of the verse. The whole of the whole Bodhisattva verse is all contained in that. And then everything else is elaboration, clarification, revelation. In any event, in any moment, in any place, none can be other than the marvelous revelation of a glorious light. It's interesting that we go from dark, mysterious to revealed, glorious light. See? What does it mean when we say none can be other? See, that's useful for us to let that utensil pop up in circumstances. When do we believe something is other? When do we believe something is not other? Something is not marvelous. See, this, in a way, our practice is everything is always revealed. And if we believe something is hidden or lacking, 
that's for us to notice that we're believing that. Whether we call it glorious light or glorious darkness or even inglorious light. So, in closing, let me bring in another verse just to remind us. The closing of the verse called the Song of Zazen or Zazen Wasen closes with the verse, This very body is the body of the Buddha, which means your very body. Which body? The body of the whole universe that is your life. This is Buddha body. There is no not Buddha body. Or do we believe there's a not Buddha body? This very place is the lotus land of purity. Lotus land of purity. Do we believe there's such a thing as purity? (laughs) How about we call this place the lotus land of not purity? And we be purely this lotus land as is. Thank you.